0: This is Star Wars.
1: Look out. Core World
2: News. You may fire when ready. From K-43 to Sergia, I'm Rex Kondak, and you're listening to Core News, your Star Wars newscast for in-depth coverage and analysis of the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your news segment rundown for July 31st, 2019. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. Don't, everybody, thank me at once. But first, George Lucas gives advice about Star Wars storytelling to Jon Favreau, director of the upcoming Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian. Now for Ben, Grant, and Adam to discuss.
1: All right. Yeah. Thanks, Grex. Grex sounds like that, that little space cold cleared yeah, up there. Yeah, I think so. He sounded back to his old self. Mm-hmm. Super. Well, uh, and uh, it's good we got uh, Grant back yeah. with, yep, uh, I'm this back. week as Welcome well. back.
2: And I know you guys talked about this last week to an extent, but... Uh, Let's dive back into it and just yeah. re-explore this whole, this, this advice that George gave John.
1: Yeah, we didn't really go down the, no. the tunnel too much on this, and it, it really bears, it's it's the best nugget of, like, John uh, or of George Lucas knowledge that I've gotten in a long time. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah.
2: been quiet for quite a while, so it's nice to so, hear something from him. So let's jump into yeah. the first quote. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah, first quote was, uh, yeah, and this is John Favreau, I believe, telling GQ in an interview, um, what, what advice George Lucas had for him when creating the Mandalorian, and, uh, creating stories for Star Wars. And he said, uh, we had a long talk with each other. One thing he said to me was remember John, the real audience for all stories and all myths is the kids that are coming of age because he's really a Joseph Campbell adherent. And I mean, yeah. yeah. So, and we all knew that we all, we all yeah. know that George, you know, studied under Campbell, uh, Joseph Campbell. And I met with him many a times and looked at him as a mentor figure. Yeah. And, uh, and George is a mentor figure now to so many other storytellers like Dave Filoni and John yeah. Favreau and, J.J. Abrams and, and Ryan Johnson. I mean, everyone has at least consulted with him before. Yeah. writing a Star Wars. Story.
0: I think that's an important thing to remind John Favreau of, who again probably doesn't need too much reminding. He he did Iron Man, which is yes, uh, a, a superhero movie, but kids love it, right? Like it, right. it does hit all those all those age groups. He's doing the the Disney stuff now: The Lion King, The Jungle Book. Yeah. At the same time, this is the first live action Star Wars movie or show, right? So, like yeah. we've had we've had. Animated series, mm-hmm. as Ben has reminded me to call them, yes. Uh in the past, but those are more geared towards kids. And this deals with like bounty hunters, you have like older character actors coming into this, so it could have very easily started to yeah. drive more towards your 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 adult focused show, which right. which would be fun, but at the same time might not feel like Star Wars if it's all right. doom and gloom and darkness, right?
1: Right. And this is coming from John Favreau, I mean, in his interview mm-hmm. with, on Kimmel, right? So, you know, he's he clearly gets this, and yes. I, like I think this is mythological space. I think he's just probably like really stoked to to participate in that. But you could see how George Lucas would be looking at like this like live action grimy, yeah, like scum and villainy like show, and see how it could air to adult, like yeah. skew to adult, yeah, um, for for what the original purpose is. So it's good to know like that's, that's Favreau's yeah. focus here. Yeah.
0: And I think our first kind of our hint that, that is taking this into heart is, is casting, um, Watiti as IG 11? 11. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. 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 It's so not IG 88, but, uh, <laughs> right. Like, you know that he's going to be playing that, you know, pretty funny, I would assume. Oh yeah, there'll be yeah. some comedic relief with that yeah. character, for
2: sure. But I do have to say, I, I think a lot of the adult themes do pop up around the time period that, in which the Mandalorian takes place. Yeah. Seven years after Return of the Jedi is a very scrappy time yeah. where mm-hmm. a lot of people have kind of uh, you know had to choose new alliances, new allegiances, and uh, there's just infighting amongst the remnant Imperials, and you know, obviously right. there there's all, all the contingency plan and order and Operation Cinder and all of these things where everyone's kind of Devolve to their most savage nature, and I think yeah. that's. this I hope that I hope that comes across in the show, but we also get teachable moments and learning moments, and I think we'll get yep. that uh with a few of the characters, yeah, I think that's important to keep in mind too, because right i
0: we're all of an age um around the table growing up with watching kids' movies in the eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. and that was a dark time for children's entertainment, I feel like because. We lost this, I think we really, during that time, thought kids were pretty dumb during the 80s and 90s. Right, yeah. And and I think we started figuring out in the late 90s, early aughts, really with kind of Pixar, that kids can understand really deep ideas and concepts. It's just how you present it to them, right? And I think, great, right, you hit the head, nail on the head by saying, like, teachable moments, right? And yeah. that's the important thing. And that's what, like, Resistance has done really well. It's definitely much more focused on kids' stuff. But, right. like, there's always a lesson
2: hidden within that show, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Like, maybe it's with funnier. Carl Weathers' character, he may be a mentor figure to mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. He may be, you know, he's yeah. a little bit... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I keep remembering who's in that, yeah. That's so great. He seems like he's been around the, the galaxy a couple times, and he can probably teach The Mandalorian a few things about, you know, conducting kind of business and especially with this black market business or yeah. it's dealing with ex-imperials and things like You're, that. So.
1: Yeah, he makes you feel like you could be a Tobias Beckett type. Yeah, of. definitely. totally.
2: Um, so yeah, and then uh, John Favreau goes on. He says uh, we enjoy the stories as adults but really storytelling is about imparting the wisdom of the previous generations onto the children who are becoming adults and giving them a context for how to behave, how to learn the lessons of the past without making the mistakes on their own. That's the hope that you can teach them how to avoid all that hardship, but garner all the
1: wisdom. Right. It's really, yeah. it feels like he's giving away the candy story here a little bit. It's just sort of a like, bit. like, that's it. Like, this is really what we're doing, you know, and everything. I mean, this is the core lesson of how to write a, a modern Star Wars story. Or even yeah. any, any Star Wars story. Do you want me to bring yeah.
0: that quote to uh, the uh, sequel trilogy? Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's why we end up with Ray, Finn, and Kylo. Because they don't have that previous generation there to teach them lessons, right? Luke mm-hmm. has secluded himself, so mm-hmm. Ray doesn't have a teacher. Finn is being brought up as a as a slave, basically, yeah, right. The and even Poe, right, who's left? Yeah. Who's left running it? Han's not there. Leia's there, but is more more distant from the pilots, right? There's no like. It's weird that Poe is like. He think has it,
1: a strong family. <laughs> yeah
0: right like and in, in he's like the oldest pilot in the, in that mm-hmm. whole thing like we very rarely see the older generation except for legacy characters and legacy yeah. characters are very disconnected yeah. at first so they don't have any of those mentors and that's why we're repeating the same mistakes right because they didn't learn from their previous generations because their previous generation aren't present yeah right.
2: and as much as we talk about these stories being for children i, I feel like there is something to Poe and the reexamination of heroics that occurs in the Last Jedi. It's, yeah, it's totally interesting. And this is for a um, more of a middle-aged person. And then, of course, you have the the Luke stuff. And this is about an older person. And it's kind of covering these 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 gaps of maturation that that happen amongst all ages. And I think so. Right. so I, I really think yeah. Star Wars is for everyone. At the I mean, end, yeah. of the day. I agree. Yeah,
1: was like called you know Luke, young Luke young, again. You know, Luke's young, sitting yeah. in his yeah. twilight, and yeah. Yoda's dead. But I mean, that's there. It is like it's him imparting that wisdom to him. Yep. Yeah. Um, really pretty cool. And then there's uh, another quote, too? Or is it... Uh, that's the only ones know? I...
2: Those are the only two I collected um, from the article. Do you have a, there was, a third I one?
1: I think there was a Favreau one. Um, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah.
0: I honestly keep forgetting the Mandalorian is happening yeah, me too. <laughs> because I'm so focused on episode yeah. nine and it, it, it keeps surprising me. Every time I realize we talk about the Mandalorian, that's happening before or it's yeah. starting before episode nine. Yeah. And it's already renewed for a second season. Yes. And uh... yeah, they already started pre-production on it too. Right. So, yep, it did. so yeah. clearly like that gives me hope. Like I remember when the walking dead first premiered mm-hmm. literally the day of the premiere and I was a big believer that that show is never going to work. The Walking Dead, because yeah, yeah. AMC, why wouldn't you make an on HBO? Yep. How could that... No one likes zombies. I was a kid who loved zombies. I'm like, there's no way this is going to be a thing. And then the first day of the premiere, they're like, oh, by the way, season two is already coming. And I'm like, that's amazing to like, back your... You have that much confidence in your show, and it's mm-hmm. that good that you're already renewing it before a single right. person in the audience has seen it. Uh,
2: Do you find that quote?
1: It just... Yeah, I did, but it, it just rehashes. It, it, it tied back in more of um, what you know, what Grant just said.
2: And we talked about George's earlier drafts of the original Star Wars yeah. and uh, how it, it read more like a kind of a samurai epic in, in the yeah. vein of Kurosawa and things like that. And it, it's hard to not to think that 20th Century Fox didn't influence George in a certain way to make Star Wars a four quadrant movie, to make it for kids to have more elements that will appeal yeah. to children and things like right. that. So it's like, I do want to see the other side of Star Wars that maybe does pay homage to the, the samurai roots. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I wouldn't mind seeing that film as right. well and i imagine that being darker
1: and yeah, yeah. right yeah and we all sort of we've talked about that i mean like have we ever talked about a rated r star wars movie i feel like we did that we like earlier on yeah
0: we speculated a little bit about that
1: yeah i mean it would be tough because i feel like that's one of the pillars of what makes star wars star wars would be tough to take that away and you know to to move in that mm-hmm. direction and still have it feel like star wars yeah. you know i mean yeah. if someone you saw like a, i mean like even seeing um cassian and like smoke is yeah. Um, yeah yeah his yeah in you know informant was almost i like remember raging. that moment yeah, in yeah. the theater Breaking. where i'm like wow
0: this is not your typical yeah. star wars movie even though we did see like yeah. in yeah. episode three a lot of violence but it was like jedi violence so it didn't yeah. feel yeah. visceral in a way that like right just killing a informant does yeah i guess it's
1: it's how do you get that rating right i mean yeah. violence you know you there's a lot of limbs being hacked off in star wars yeah. You know. Yeah, what's and, of, in, and in samurai movies. Yeah, it's a
2: space themed violence and, and alien yeah. Yeah. violence. And stuff, so, I, yeah. right, it's Graphic. true.
0: What's interesting about the the original draft, of Star Wars, is I always find it harder to see the Cambellian stuff in that original draft, even though Lucas was a Cambellianite. if yeah, yeah. that's a word. Yeah, yeah, Prior to that, right, and <laughs> I feel like for whatever reason, that second draft that looks like the Star Wars we know—if it was because the studio came in and said, you know, hey, what you wrote is great but we need a blockbuster and this is not blockbuster mm-hmm. material that you wrote. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened made it into Cambellian more than his original script. So whatever that influence was, I think was positive in terms of like like if that if if mm-hmm. Lucas has yeah. made his original draft of Star Wars, which by the way, shout out for the comics, there is a comic Infinities. adaptation yeah, yeah. of Lucas's original draft. Wow. It's really fun to read. Like it because it visualizes fun, yeah. Um, and it also shows you that like wow this was a uh, very interesting idea and concept from a very creative yep. person who wasn't really thinking about how to make a viable movie but like right. if that movie was made that would have been it. Star Wars would be like a, a, a minor cultural reference yeah. that deep nerds know right,
2: right like exactly. it wouldn't be we'd this, never have this yeah. many
1: movies or adaptations yeah. or you know this expanded universe no. no
2: yeah I think it's I mean ultimately at the end of the day you. I think children as young as five years old should be able to go to a Star Wars film because it's just it's so impactful and it does teach us so much about you know morality and how to Mm -hmm. conduct ourselves and judgment and all this kind of beautiful these beautiful lessons that kids can learn so I I totally agree with this this mantra that George has been passing on to all the storytellers that have come after him and uh, I hope Star Wars does continue to that but I hope Star Wars also takes risks in the future like I really hope we start i think that's what the mandalorian is i think that's what casting Andor is i think that's what disney plus is for is for yep. exploring some of these these more risky storylines that you can then develop into possibly a film or something of the like but yeah. uh i mean yeah, like a dr Aphra should m- kind of sound like a like a Guardians of the yeah. galaxy almost like there's just some mature themes yeah. in guardians and, and it's, it's, a still- it's a mature comedy it's yeah. mature yeah, yeah 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 i hope we can get to that that stuff I I hope hope so. we'll- and i think we're gonna get there i think i
0: think I think they're kind of looking at like let's stick the landing with episode nine. Let's just mm-hmm. focus on that, focus on our energy, and after that we move into phase two of Star Wars. Yeah,
1: I wonder how Disney partition Marvel. stories are. You know, we've we've seen Thrawn like as far as synergy goes, we've seen Thrawn in two different media, right? Yep. But uh, I wonder if they could actually take like I mean, Aphra is just so is a comic, right? It's been a comic for however many episodes, yeah. and, and it's great. Like. I wonder if they'd ever be like no we need to tell the story on the big screen
0: yeah i don't know if we'll ever get her starring i feel like at the most we'll get a guest spot on a tv show yeah she becomes a secondary character i mean
1: we've we've talked about having a trilogy it would be amazing
0: i mean she could show up in the mandalorian for all we know Mm. Well, I haven't really yeah. thought
1: about that. That'd, right? be, great. Like,
0: that'd yeah. be perfect time period She'd be for her. A little, her.
1: Older, little
0: right? bit. Right. She'd be like seven years older or like where ten are years they old. Right
1: they're still pre Empire. Pre Empire.
0: They're they mm-hmm. I think they're running concurrently with the Star Wars comics. So they're right oh, before really? I think about. Because they do like to Close. do crossovers. Yeah, so when right. she just showed up in the Galaxy's Edge flashback. So I feel like she's probably gonna be seven to ten years older in that. Yeah. But like we it's a comic, right? Like we don't know yeah. how old she is or looks. So you can yeah. cast anyone.
1: And you can do a little new take, like maybe she's matured, maybe yeah. she did find that private island, you know, mm-hmm. and like sort of yeah. try and retire and sort of get out of the biz, or maybe yeah. she became good because she seems like she's vectoring. We yeah. talked, I mean, she's vectoring towards being a good guy.
0: Don't get me wrong, I would love a Dr. Aphra. I'm I'm staring yeah. at my Dr. Aphra black <laughs> figure that I brought oh, yeah. brought today. I mean, she is my favorite like new character yeah. and and is my favorite co- ongoing comic currently. So mm-hmm. I would love. But I feel like you're right, it's hard to sell that. I like I think Grant you've mentioned doing it as a as a animated series. I think just live action live series action yeah. Live action series would be yeah.
1: great. Yeah. If they just yeah, like if it just took the next step. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not to take anything away from comics. It's just I it's seeing things in live action is more fun than reading i love comics
0: i love the marvel movies because i love seeing those things writ large on the screen
1: it i mean it is true it's like the the comics are great for things that are you know do things it would be impossible to shoot or not impossible but like really expensive yeah yeah and um so that's i mean that's part of what Mm -hmm. makes it great well yeah
2: and it's a great entrance point to to possibly write a story between a new hope and empire strikes back i mean like yeah. that'd be great to see a live action series that goes it's not like the mandalorian where it takes place after the original trilogy but mm. it's between two films and yeah i think you could get vader the classic vader you could get yeah. a lot of great classic characters that we all know and love yeah and keep with that classic aesthetic because i i think disney and lucasfilm i think they don't want to lose that classic yeah. original trilogy a- aesthetic no, and i think dr no. afro is a great character Right. to To keep that stuff activated, yeah, like a cross cutting character. Yeah, she exactly. Is. Like, yeah. With her,
1: once you establish her, she can yep. show up in a lot of other, other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I think you know it's and from a comics perspective, it's synergy, right? Like yeah. you do this, and it and right. it helps your comic book sales because people are going to like right. this character and want to discover. I mean, that's what right. happened with Marvel. Like right. Marvel was dying mm-hmm. as a comic, um, and, and and these movies, movies successful. Right. Like, you compare the sales to Marvel and DC, and there's a reason why Marvel releases 20 issues a week and DC is releasing six issues a week. Right. And it's because one has successful movies mm-hmm. that sells comics and the other one has Batman v.
2: Superman.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
2: I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing, I know in the comics we see, you know, we see a little bit of Af- Afra's childhood and we also catch up with her as an adult, yeah, now, right. Treasure Hunter, and you know, across the galaxy, and she's, you know, kind of entangled with the black market and all these guys. She's a darker character because of, you know, all the people she deals with. But um, I wouldn't mind seeing just you know teenage or young Afra, like the yeah. Adventures of a Young Indiana mm. Jones. Yeah, that kind of that kind of idea would be interesting. I'm totally on board yeah, for that. That'd be great. You, you have you mean, had me at Young Indiana Jones, Jones Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we <laughs> have seen. I've been, I don't, We've seen her as a child, and we've seen her as an adult. We haven't no. seen her as in between teenager, years. teenager. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Adult. Yeah. I was
1: thinking about going the other way, where she's suddenly one of the wise masters. I want to see old Afra. Yeah
0: well you could go the young Indiana Jones route right. and open it open it up with old Afra telling yeah. the story of to young wicker, yeah. whippersnappers in a museum <laughs> yeah. just literally how the young Indiana Jones right. Chronicles <laughs> opens and then flash back to her childhood and have like the intercutting right. story That
1: would be really great like a bunch of like punk kids just like being like you know like she just looks like some stuffy old woman that's never seen anything in front have of their you see the young Indiana Jones
0: Chronicles? <laughs> no because you're literally retelling the very beginning of the first episode it's Indiana Jones in a museum dealing with young whippersnappers oh my gosh <laughs> If you haven't, it's on YouTube. Just watch the first five minutes. It's something.
1: All right. Great.
0: Awesome. Let's uh, move on.
1: Yes. All right. This is
0: a segment where we're talking about the comics that came out this week. But uh, just to remind you, we're taping on Wednesday, new comic book day. Happy new comic book day, everybody. Yay. It's my favorite day of the week. Um, we haven't had a chance to read what came out today. So we're going to talk about last week's issue... Uh, which was Star Wars sixty
1: nine. <laughs> Star Wars sixty nine.
0: I could have just powered through, but I left.
1: I left a <laughs> little room there just because. Come on. Uh,
0: yes. Star Wars sixty nine. Uh, Rebels and Rogues Part Two by Pack Noto and Cowles. Uh, I have a very very short summary. Uh, the gang is still on three separate missions, and in all three cases, things go from bad to worse
1: true true that <laughs> i think we could
0: dive into the specific missions a little more right. discussion based than yeah, yeah. just retelling everything but that really is it's it's issue two in an arc right so it's yeah. like it's things are getting darker and darker and darker yeah. and then issue four will be darkest before the dawn and issue yeah. five will start seeing the rising sun and then issue six full right. full dawn
1: right yeah
2: when someone hands you a key card and says no thank you you know that's foreshadowing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. foreshad- <laughs> for that's far a, good, darker. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Like
2: issue two is all about foreshadowing and droids and capes. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So we've got um, just to review where they are. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Han and Leia at um, what's it. What's the planet called? Lands 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 Carpo. 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 Which is
0: a core world, but very uh,
2: full of crime. Right. right? It's a, yeah. it's
1: like a an evil Coruscant. It's got like higher crime yeah. rate than
2: Narshada and, yeah. yeah. and yeah and Nalhada and some of these planets that I thought would be yeah the kind of more crime infested. I like it's absolutely it. Absolutely run like by it's, the criminal syndicate. Yeah. 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 It's more organized
0: crime, underground organized crime than like yeah yeah like upscale really upscale crime. that's yeah. upscale organized crime you're mafias but, but yep. it's
1: it's clear uh that they they're running things um so, yeah. yeah I mean he was fleshing out the world a little bit more um I missed their sunglasses I was hoping I that's, that's true yeah they yeah. like the 80s like flash dance like make figures hasbro make yeah. figures it's like, <laughs> like they're in the new power generation like <laughs> Circa 89 <laughs> yeah. Good pull um yeah. Uh,
2: yeah we get a little bit more dark dark champion. I guess yeah. is his name, Dark Champion. It's hard to say. Yes, that.
0: who yeah. they never officially broke up, so his his thought is
2: that they're still technically together. Wasn't right. that the line? He had? Well, he yeah. does give them the honeymoon suite, though, thinking they are a yeah. couple. Yeah, I and Han's like, no, 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 and and just to put this in the that's a, to understand the timeline, to, to Han and Leia are not totally together at any point in this comic, It's still before Empire, they're still just flirting. They're still right.
0: It's still before he forces yeah. himself on
2: her <laughs> in uh, right. Empire, but yeah. after
1: <laughs> she knows that he was married. Yes. Right?
0: that's true fake marriage i will mm-hmm. say i feel like a good part of the star wars comic is trying to make that scene okay yeah. in empire <laughs> it was like there's a yeah. lot of flirtation and a lot of like near kisses yeah. a lot
2: of like oh, a sorry. lot of history yeah yeah it's adding all this history to Han yeah. and leia that i think is much needed uh, by the time you see Empire. you
1: like me because i'm a scoundrel seeing that one
2: yeah, yeah. um then we get Luke on Sergio, which is, these are my favorite scenes in the comic, where, yeah. where Luke's kind of exploring Sergio. Uh,
0: Sergio, you think named after Sergio Leone? Do you <laughs> oh, think yeah. that's the name? Oh of my the gosh, God?
1: he's wearing the like the cane. I, yeah, I just, it literally, this
0: is like, this yeah. is what happens oh. when, you, when you're when you dealing with like four hours of sleep, Adam, I'm punchy, I don't make sense, and every so often I have a moment of clarity. That's a diamond, that's an absolute <laughs> that's, that's diamond, it. Adam. I, just, I looked over and I just saw that scene, I'm like, it looks from a Sergio,
1: Sergio, Sergio. Sergio.
2: Yeah, you that's 100% it. the influencing 100%. factor. For sure. Uh, and love these single frames of the uh, imperial scout uh scout droids uh just kind of roving around right uh, in solitary on their own love that stuff um yeah luke looks incredible with the poncho i have to say love it it's gonna be sergio Leone. there's
1: a line too can we talk about the line yeah yeah. when he gets it when he walks into the uh (laughs) to the bar (laughs) the bartender goes hey hey, you just come out of the rain or something like that (laughs) yeah because i assumed it was a poncho joke yeah it was it was yeah. a poncho joke like,
0: why are you yeah. wearing a poncho in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in
1: the desert where yeah. it hasn't rained probably in like you know months yeah but uh and it keeps the dust off
2: man yeah. I think my favorite part of sergia was seeing some of these rebel soldiers that are uh stationed on sergia and they mm-hmm. kind of look like like 10th in infantry brigade like uh, Part of the british empire from yeah. the, the desert the middle eastern campaigns of like world war one yeah war like, it looks like lawrence of arabia it, it looks great. like they've been there for a while it looks kind awesome. like they, they've
0: lost a little bit of their military coordination Edge. and they're a little exactly they're a little kind of punchy yeah it's kind of that rusted a-wing i,
2: I love mm. i love when a ship's not so brightly colored and there's some wear yeah. and tear i think i that's also different. love that little scene of just the imperial Superstar destroyer yeah. so is that vader the up
0: there I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, uh, I think ISD. I think there were a few, there a few right? The Super- yeah. Star Destroyers, but I think his was the so probably. I bet it's a coordinator. I hope threat. not, because it would be nice not to they're see trying Vader for to. A little they're while.
1: searching the whole. Reality. Well, it's the executor.
0: Yeah. yeah, is is the name? Is that what it said? The executor. That is that isn't is not Vader isn't shirt, or it says the because they're all e somethings. So that
2: does not help us Star Wars with your naming. Um, but nonetheless, nonetheless, right. Luke does arrive at this cantina, and uh, we meet a new character. Yes. Uh, her name is Warba. Warba. Yeah. She's a new character. Yeah. And she seems to have some awareness of the Force, which surprises yes. Luke.
1: Yeah. He ran into another Force user. That's, like, pretty interesting.
0: So, update. Executor cl- Executor Star Dreadnoughts, that's just the name the of the class. Because okay, they're also known as Super Star Destroyers, but their technical term is an Executor Class oh, uh, Star, Star Destroyer. Star Dreadnoughts. Apparently, that is okay. canon now. Super Star he, Destroyer. What is
1: his thing, though? Oh, it's killing me that I can't remember the name of this. Because he had two. Oh, right? wait, no. Was, he had a Star Destroyer, and then he had <sighs> the, this Executor class. Yeah, he definitely no, had no. Executor
0: so class. there is the Executor. That's what they're named after. Thank you, Star Wars, for making everything so complicated. Yeah, so <laughs> the Executor was the first one. That is Vader's. That's why they're known as Executor class. Oh, okay. And then there's a bunch of other ones. So it, it is
1: plausible <laughs> like, that could so be Vader there. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. Is. This is yeah. important to me, and I'm glad we take the time to do it.
2: No, we too. Well, it's, it is interesting to see if, how close Luke and Vader come, you know, in contact before they actually meet. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to explore that. But um, yeah, so we, we're introduced to Warba, uh, then we jump right to K43 in Wild Space, where uh, Chewie and C3PO are, are have placed those those. Uh, those bombs and they're about to detonate them but then they come across the rock people and i thought this was hilarious i was laughing out loud and it gets really poetic and beautiful after this kind of battle that had this kind of fight but
0: that... yeah it's my favorite of the three ongoing lines right now and, mm-hmm. I, and I think i said it last couple weeks ago when we covered 68 i i never knew i wanted a chewy 3po buddy cop movie but like at least do like an animated like 60
2: minute thing like yeah. like I, I keep arguing that, you know I'm telling you, man, Star Wars episode ten is gonna <laughs> use these characters to continue on the legacy. It's like yeah. to I mean, or those legacy. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just feel like I always argue that you know like how before Pixar there's the shorts? Yeah. i always wanted to do those before marvel movies do a 10 minute short of a character yep. who's not good enough not good not good enough to get his, his own her <laughs> own movie that's truth talking honestly but i always thought with before these star wars movies like you could do the same thing like do a short with with 3po because you could do totally very different things you could have yeah. a slapsticky comedy you could have something really dark and brooding but just do it, like 10 minutes before the movie starts like why didn't wouldn't you do that and just have like a like a 10 minute Three PO, RT Three PO, Chewy go on an adventure. Like I would love yeah. that in front of these things.
2: And, I just love that in that. Uh, C three PO says in the six million forms of communication that I know, like this is one rock language. I don't, and then he attempts to speak to them, but obviously yeah, yeah. insults them in some manner, and yeah, right. then they're just on the run it's after that. It's hilarious. It's really He's making bad. excuses yeah. the whole
1: way too, which is like so three PO.
2: He's so funny, and then it gets to this really poetic moment. At the very end, when they escape and they're on the Falcon, and and C3PO is, you know, a, 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 he's kind of examining the rock people and saying, you know, yeah, although they're just made out of rocks and there's no flesh and blood and there's no biosignature of any kind, they're still a sentient, and you know, uh, just as much as I am, I suppose. It's yeah, yeah. that's all it took yeah.
1: to sell uh, Chewie on that. And,
0: and yeah. there's the art. The artwork is beautiful. It's like the second panel from from the end where he says, "Just as much as I am, I suppose." And you can give three PO, which has zero facial expression. <laughs> yeah, it's right, but you just shoot him, slow, like slightly looking down, mm-hmm. and he looks kind of comp- like, despondent. like it's, <laughs> it's, it's right. such a great. They didn't change anything other than the angle and the way it's way it's way it's uh, toned, and it just looks like you can read his facial expression. Yeah. It's really good job by. Uh, is it uh, Noto
2: or yeah, Phil Noto? Suna, I think. Yeah, who's, yeah. yeah. Amazing art.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, I really, really loved Gillian's run on Star mm-hmm. Wars, but like, this is a powerhouse right now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Pack, Noto, cool. and Cowles yeah. are doing such such good work, and um, Pack really, you know, was able to prove it on the Age of Rebellion stuff. But yeah. his ability to have three storylines running concurrently that switch tones completely, where you have this buddy cop moment, you have you have kind of the the flirtatious fun like date. One going yeah, on with Han. Right, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. Story. Yeah, I love all three. They're stories. all really good. And then you have Luke's really, really just serious, serious good, bad, and badly. just like yeah. mopey Luke in a very typical Luke way. But it all yeah. feels like genuine to the characters. It does and it reads very quickly. Actually, I actually had to read it twice because I I through it the first time I read it because I was waiting yeah. to get to the next scene and I had to actually
2: go through and, and think about it a little more. I think we talked about this before but I think it was really smart to separate the team I think uh, and getting Luke yeah. by himself is really mm-hmm. smart because he for the most part when we watch him in the original trilogy is by himself yes with R2 and, yeah. uh, and I think that's the kind of Luke we know and, and remember and I feel like it's my favorite
1: flavor of Luke yeah. you know this yeah. is like I you know every week I, I fantasize about having like that Luke epic you know uh, at post- um, episode six, yeah, vision quest and like out through the galaxy just doing Luke stuff. Yeah. And like this is that. This mm-hmm. is that with him just a little younger. He's still being a Jedi, you know, it's just like a younger version of that sort of actually really roaming gunslinger. Like that's what yeah. I want. I want the Me gunslinger too. in the galaxy, but the gunslinger's Luke Skywalker um as in the, in later years it, it would actually work beautifully and we got a little
0: bit i don't know if you said that because i was i was i saw a text that came through that's fine i was listening to like 95 percent of what you said but it was like the tales of luke skywalker book did you it mention was. like that yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. but i want to see more of that me like, too i, I want uh, yeah. a
0: series or something yeah. There was
1: like what five or six like journeys he was on in that which yeah. is great they were super great mm-hmm. i mean there's one with like underwater force users like these like yeah. coastal for- force people was fantastic like but you could do that at infinitum. Yes. And it's like, and even it's like, if you ever, have you ever seen Zatoichi? The yeah. yeah Shows Zatoichi? Good. Yes. Like you could format it just the like blind that. Like the same. Thing? The blind mm-hmm. swordsman. Yeah. yeah. The, um, the same thing happens in every episode of Zatoichi. Well, yeah. It's just like the same format. Like, you could do that. With like, <laughs> and I wouldn't even yeah. care. I would, know? like, uh, in different environments and, like, whatever.
0: For those of you, like me, who aren't super classy and see Zatoichi, it's just like the Incredible Hulk series from the 1970s. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He comes yeah. to town, solves a problem, and leaves.
1: Right. Right. Like, it's just, it's, mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's, um absolutely. And I feel like post episode nine, and I keep saying this, and maybe this is just me kicking the can, can mm-hmm. down the road, but things I think are going to open up tremendously in the storytelling realm. After episode nine, after this after this the Skywalker saga is closed, yeah, and I would be shocked if we don't get that get that story. We're gonna have they're really gonna be exploring what in happened comic form, for sure. in comic. Yeah. Why not? And, and Ben, you talked about this before. Why not in animated? Yeah. Mark Hamill is Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill right. loves being like, the yeah, like and love doing voice animated. Is, thing. Yeah, like the way absolutely. like the
1: animation in this or the I mean the illustration yeah. in this yeah. comic is perfect. I just tone for, perfect. Yeah, for? absolutely. But, yeah, um, something like yeah, more like that. Less like less like uh, Clone Wars less like well Rebels. let's the
0: real CGI maybe more cel drawn maybe sort of more yeah, anime yeah, like style yeah kind of not like, Turovsky
1: but kind of yeah. like you know yeah but yeah, something, yeah yeah
0: I like the I like the CGI stuff for yeah. Rebels but we need we need just think we need variety in the comics which we're getting a variety in storytelling we need variety in the animation they're giving us if they're gonna do more
1: animated yeah. series and which I'm sure they'd love to. Sure. Yeah. how many you know fantastic animators are there out there that would would love to mm-hmm. work on this.
2: I still want that Sheev animation where it's the the younger young Sheev kind of becoming yeah be evil great. and
1: uh, you know, yeah, that way have we could, talked
2: about this yeah we had a little bit I kind of wanted like yeah. I, I kind of would love to see it maybe like the Kill Bill animation style where it's, oh yeah Sheev and he's yeah just, he's just being ruth, as be ruthless as ruthless awesome. as can be
1: yeah on his yeah. way up through like young yeah. life and, yeah I, mean, I think he killed his parents yeah that's why I want that yeah, that's why yeah. I think you could only do an animation you would have to yeah it'd be very much like that yeah absolutely you read. um Plagueis. Plagueis. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he did kill his whole family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, I mean, that that was Lucino, and that was a fantastic book. Yeah, and for so many levels, it's it's really too bad they couldn't have been like, okay, we're we're you know not using any of this old stuff. Except, Except that, that one, <laughs> it's gonna get it's gonna get recanonized. I yeah. feel like there's
0: gonna be storytelling that's gonna recanonize it. It was close enough, and it doesn't do anything that right. ruins any future storytelling. I don't think.
1: Can we um, digress real quick? No, um, right here we don't do that. At all. I think our next segment is digressing. Anyways, yeah. um, both of you. I just said mine is gonna be Plagueis, but uh, if you could, uh, one chance to bring a EU series or Uh-oh. standalone right. into the canon, what would it be?
0: Uh, I'll do mine just off the top of my head because when you were saying it, I'm sure if I had, I thought about it, I would come up with something different, but for me, it would be, it would be, uh, rogue, uh, rogue. rogue it I, it's my favorite books. I yeah. love wedge and I feel like you could still do that and it would still work in new canon. I don't, I'd have to go through all of it, but just like you get them chasing down kind of X, um, type, you know, yeah. X Imperials. I just love that fighting. I love the description. Right. Plus you get a horse pilot. Get a horse pilot, and then you also get mm-hmm. the, the moment where they rig up an Ewok. Do you remember this? They make an Ewok thing to make people make them think Ewoks are flying the Tie fighters. It's a puppet Ewok. It's amazing. I love it. You had me
1: at horse pilot. Yeah. Why isn't that Horhas Equay or
0: something like that? horse mm-hmm. Ek- I can't remember his name, but it's just like an amazing name. Uh, horse pilot so that would be mine there's a lot of others but that that will always that's always my go-to because i remember reading that when i was a teenager and just mm-hmm. really being yeah. captivated by it yeah what
2: yeah. about you i think i mean i love the carpecian bane books bane. but mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i have to say i did like outbound flight when i was a kid that was yeah. like a bo- book i a mm. kid but it, but it was was high like, school or whatever but it. i, I yeah. loved that book and uh i love the kind of idea of an exploratory mission that's like yeah it's, yeah. not, it's kind of it leans towards Star Trek in a way, but yeah. it's like, but there's so much to discover. And I think yeah. it's much well, similar to your The Luke, The, right. I mean, the epic, the epic story sounds of, to me like
1: more like you'd rather redo that one, but like an actual body that you would. Yeah. I mean that as it stands, as it was written, that would be canon. Like tomorrow,
2: right? Yeah, I think on Bane, i Bane. I think Bane, the first Bane, Bane book, yeah. probably. Are
0: like, yeah, you can't beat those. Those. Those like Dark Side, yeah, yeah. like looking at the Dark Masters or mm-hmm. Bane and Plagueis are so on the so good. on the
1: EU subreddit. It's always. Uh, Plagueis, uh, Rogue Squadron, Bane, um, and then there's some, there's some uh, Yuuzhan Vong group, the uh, Vector Prime hmm. people. Vector Prime, yeah. Yeah, people, Prime people love I. Brian I've, Daly's Han Solo books are great. Never too. got to Vector yeah. Prime. Yep. Going to go back and revisit it. Um, yeah. Oh, and yeah, Karen Travis, Mandalorian. Oh, those are so oh, good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we talked a little about those last week. Well, I, did I, read, I did read all the Jedi Apprentice books. So I was like, yeah. yeah was
0: oh, better. those are good, too. I do I do love um, the old heir to Empire, like the old Timothy Zahn. Me like the, the introduction of right. Thrawn. Like, that's when, that was the first EU thing I ever read. And I was probably, because then it came out in, like, 90, right? So I was yeah. probably, like, 12. I think I got it a little late. I think I got it when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading it, going, "Wait, there's more that happens after return." Like I remember, yeah. like that to me, that to me is, like, "All right, we're driving down to New Jersey to go to the lake house, just get Adam and his Star Wars books, and he'll shut the hell up for six yeah. hours." Like, yeah. I would just sit there in the back of the wagon, just reading Star Wars novels. It yeah. Reminds me, of is there anything better? Trip. There's nothing. No, no, really, I, isn't. Yeah. I
1: went on a run. that was sort of like pre Kindle. Like whenever I got into a plane i would just mm-hmm. go to the, like the hudson news mm-hmm. there's always a couple of random yep. star wars like star wars eu books and i would just yeah. pull whatever one looked cool yeah. off it and would read that on the flight and that's uh it's good times yeah it
2: is good times. i did like i mean obviously when it comes to comics i love a lot of the tales of the jedi stuff yeah. uh, and then some of the dialogues actually lifted in, in some of the sequel trilogy films mm. things like that like there's some great dialogue in those books yeah uh, i know
1: yeah you've gone way down the um the path on uh, yeah. on comics that have have yeah, a lot of legends. Tests, legends comics. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna keep going down the path with this diversion for a second because okay. I just had the thought my one of my favorite comic series of all times is the What If comics from um right. from Marvel which yeah. is where they look at and they're actually making a What If TV show okay. a cartoon that's gonna come out in, I think 2022 where they actually got all the actors from the movie so it's MCU where they're actually doing like what ifs in the MCU so like what if really? Peggy Carter became Captain America as voiced by oh cool. can't remember her name. Um, her. I feel bad.
1: Um You should. You're a terrible
0: person. I almost had it. Uh, and so almost. I would love and they had their own version of Star Wars, the Star Wars um, Infinities. Infinities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love an animated Infinities. Infinities of just yeah. like what if Luke joined the bad side? What if Darth right. Vader lived at the end of episode six yeah, yeah. and joined the light side
1: and then he has right. yeah you know, his white if, armor? Yeah, what if Darth Vader defeated Obi Wan Kenobi? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like I would lose his just, limbs oh you're no no like in episode 3 yeah, oh, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I would
2: love that love, and like there's so many moments of which you can pick to be like yeah. hey I want now I want the timeline to veer off in this direction now yeah. and this one yeah to I
0: mean what it. if and we didn't do like what if Luke didn't abandon the Jedi Temple after Kylo Ren went bad like what if he didn't go to octu
1: yeah like right. that would be interesting too to see yeah, they, that, right like, like what if you he just like rebuilt and just say like, no him i'm down. sorry i'm going like... to
0: save your soul i'm going to come after you yeah right maybe it would have gone worse which would been an interesting story or yeah maybe it would have gone better
1: Who knows? yeah then you could give um voice to all the internet Trolls that are out there well, that, that think they have a better way to write this. Right. You'd write, it, you'd write it and you would write it be
0: like, see no, it's actually better that he left.
1: Yeah, it's better, yeah. And that's For storytelling. why you got the
0: movie you got. Well that's usually what you get at the end of Infinities, is like, aren't you glad it didn't go this way? It was yeah. much better storytelling
2: when we decided to do what we
1: right. did.
2: Right. See, I always thought Luke would be, become an outcast no matter what, because I thought the new republic would use luke as an enforcer yeah and all of his jedi teachings say that yeah. he should act otherwise you know and i feel like that's well, i always felt like that would be a very very interesting story to explore mm-hmm. because even the good government is asking luke to yeah this, know, act this is violently. getting a little bit at my next
0: the next segment so okay, great. i'm gonna all keep right, my cool. mouth shut on this <laughs> right. but uh, yeah i, thought, I always thought that would be interesting but i
2: agree explore, i agree
1: know. all right all right cool don't everybody thank me at once
2: all right, so this is don't everybody thank me at once and uh, I know last week you guys covered the uh, the Kevin Smith interview with IGN where he said he uh, he was given the opportunity to see the last the set that would be serve as the last shot for the yeah. rise of Skywalker and JJ Abrams says this scene is an absolute mind melter you do not want to see this set until you see the movie in the theater right and Kevin Smith took his advice and decided not to go see that set. And I thought that would be a fun prompt to maybe guess what that final shot is of the rise of Skywalker. Maybe go around the table. Sure, everyone can kind of share what they think that that set could be and what that final shot could be in the film. And uh, and then we'll we'll put those predictions in the book. And when I say book, I mean we'll just throw it on Twitter, and have it be time stamped, and uh, we'll see what happens when the movie comes out. Yeah. So let's go around. Uh, which all one right. of you guys want to go first? Uh, great, you go first. Me. <laughs> no, all right. Uh, you know, maybe. I'll go for i I'll go first because I have two. So I'll go one with the <laughs> one I think did
1: you just, know, just <laughs> no. tell us the, the rules no there's a,
2: we'll only share one but <laughs> Immediately I mean, break I'll rules. go first and then I'll throw in one at the end that's a, right. kind of an idea okay but um so it's I think it's gonna be better the, than anything uh, yeah. yeah. I think the the final shot will be the um, Obi-Wan's hermit uh, shack or house on Tatooine oh. and the twin sunsets from that cliffside side from where that, where that house place. is and I think Obi-Wan's mm. gonna come into relevancy again in this last Ooh. film in a very important way and I think Ray will be there and you might get a apparition saying hello hello there so you know something interesting where yeah. there's an apparition right. on the scene in that moment and that's that's going to be my prediction
1: that's nice. a mind melter for sure yeah i mean yeah. obviously to get to that point you'd have to sort of lead in and and do all the it's sort of you know you'd establish obi-wan so it, like it wouldn't be like what's this hut yeah. so it's like right. well the
2: very first be... words right here is are obi-wan's right. words right and right these, yeah. are your, these are your first steps and so yeah
1: It'd be he cool could, if yeah. he sort of like it was his the turn. next yeah. Like everyone thinks it's going to be Luke, and there should be some Luke, and we've had some Yoda. But it'd be nice if, if to have like an Obi Wan like call back.
0: It makes sense. We've had Obi Wan in six out of the uh, nine movies, right? Yeah, He's right. in all original trilogies. He's in yeah. all the prequels. We've seen Yoda pop up. It wouldn't make wouldn't be beyond yeah. belief that for some reason Obi Wan comes back from the right. Force. It, it
2: seems like the prime candidate for think like, you know a massive mi- misdirection where it's like. You know, you always thought it was the Skywalkers at the center of the story. Right. You never thought about this right. guy who's Kenobi. been there the entire journey.
1: Yeah. It'd be really cool if he was like, imagine if Luke is like, you're going to learn from the master who taught me. Mm. And like, really, like, you'd think maybe it's Yoda, but it's actually like ben yeah, Kenobi. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And like, like or like Kenobi redemption arc, where he's like to make up for not killing Vader when he had the yeah. chance or whatever. Like maybe, I don't know, just some way that he like he's... Brought into this story to be the right. mentor for Rey, it would yeah. be a really Cause, cool because we've of seen
2: movie. the Lars Homestead like used in the final shot of Episode Three, yep. and, um, yeah, and we know its importance in A New Hope, and obviously that would be the go-to area of Tatooine, sure. and it will be a beautiful way to end the nine. Yeah, Pot-toology. we know they're but yeah, sort of you, where it started. But if you did the other house, if you did the other house on Tatooine, you know Obi Wan's dwelling, I feel like that would be so different and interesting. Yeah.
0: Well, they're but, also lying to us about the desert planet. Of right pasana yeah like i'm still gonna really? double down on this that you don't you don't shoot in a desert planet and then say what the desert planet is unless you're just trying to say look over here don't look over here right look over here this is pasana it's pasana and it probably is there's probably a scene that's in pasana but they actually took the entire crew there to shoot something else
1: oh right like maybe i see what you mean like they could do a lot of desert planets right and so
0: and so there's truth to that in terms of pasana will be there when they're going from planet to planet to planet to show the
2: resistance but they also did a five day two day one day shoot right but we also know we also know that this is a set that's at pinewood studios in london yeah Mm -hmm. well i'm gonna right you're right
0: i'm also gonna as a typical adam i'm gonna break the premise of the question sure immediately (laughs) Uh, I'm going to assume that JJ was lying to Kevin Smith or Kevin Smith was exaggerating (laughs) and that the final shot is not necessarily going to be a set or or that or seeing that set would be mind melting other than it all put together. And so here's my idea. I got to go with all the reasons why this is my idea. Okay. Okay. Episode six ends very small. Right? It shows mm. with celebration and we see every which force ending. Which ending, yeah. All the force ghosts coming back to Luke. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to take that as everything's going to be good, happy ending. Right. Then we get episode seven where everything's not good or happy and things actually went equally bad after thirty-five years. So we need some assurance at the end of episode nine that all of the work of the heroes had led has led to something. something. We don't need hope, we need confirmation. <laughs> right? Because we've been given hope. And then Hope's ripped away from us at the beginning of episode seven in a very beautiful way, as it should be. So my thought is you need to do a time jump that shows that the galaxy is stable. So I think you actually get similar to the newer ending of episode six, where you go around the galaxy showing that things are as they should be. Mm -hmm. So we get a temple, a Jedi temple with students being
1: built no, just with
0: just now built with them going about. It's all there's no dialogue. It's just going from thing, thing. It's not in Coruscant because as this is part of the last right. part that I was talking about is you want to separate the Jedi from the government, yeah, yeah. right? So you have it on you just yeah, you then, show this showing it on Yavin. You, yeah, yeah. you show it. You show Coruscant again for the first time in the entire sequel trilogy, yeah. running efficiently as a government. You kind of jump from planet to planet, showing everything in balance yeah. and everything running smoothly and no threats.
2: Yeah. And then cut the black. But as for the set and the very final shot, I don't know. Oh, it's
0: it's, it's Yavin.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jedi Temple and Yavit. Jedi Temple, Yavit. Right. Yeah, okay. if you're going to force me into that,
1: that's the thing. Like the the guess is the final shot, but the final shot is sort of next to what the ending. Is. Right, right. Like I think and so. Probably. The is gonna well, be the I,
2: I have no doubt that it's going to be a similar to Return of the Jedi, where it's it's yeah. jumping around. Jumping every I just year. think right. it's yeah. larger. That final shot, that set that JJ did warn Kevin of seeing. What's that? Story? What is that?
0: This is not the question sent to me right, via text? text.
2: So I'm gonna go with Yavin. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I had a Jedi
0: Temple and Yavin time jump. Okay. Okay,
1: great. I like that. I had a I wanted to see Jedi in force in mass. Mm, like mm-hmm. this the the I, I imagine sort of like again sort of pan up to the sky, but it would be maybe a battlefield with um a team of victorious Jedi on mm. the field and like a lot of anem- uh, anonymous Jedi. Yeah. Um, so just sort of like setting up, like, like, much you said, like, I want some like confirmation or whatever. Yeah. I imagine uh, a set where uh, you feel comfort because you know the Jedi are reformed, they are mobilized, and, you know, they help defeat whatever happened at the end. Maybe Ray's part of it, maybe she's not. Yeah. And then, um, but there's, the, the Jedi legacy will will carry on. Yeah. So I imagine Battlefield with Jedi.
2: Oh, cool. it's nice. so like a dropship and Rey is leading someone out of the dropship or something like someone. Of that, no, yeah, students. I don't, I don't
1: know. I mean, I'm imagining yeah. the last part of the last scene, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, or like what that, that set could what be. What that set. It's, could so it's yeah. like a battlefield yeah. on with Jedi.
0: It's interesting, right? Because if, if all is true in JJ's quote and Kevin Smith's reaction, it seems to suggest that if you walked into the set, you would instantaneously recognize yes yeah, set, yeah, which is why it I think probably like Death Star, I mean, Death Star, Star yeah. or Grant's right, or it's or it's an interior set and it looks like Tatooine and it looks like yeah. Obi
2: Wan's hut. Yeah. Like I think that's... O- like, Obi Wan's hut or Lars Homestead. Most Lars people would Homestead. say hey, the, the Lars Homestead. Yeah, I, I can. Like, like
1: Lars Homestead is not even there anymore, probably. I mean, unless it's somewhat yeah. you know, or they, populated, like Ray right right. took it over or something. Like, right. Because yeah.
2: like, we do see Obi Wan's hut in A New Hope, just a brief shot of it, and I feel yeah. like it's it is on a cliff. It's a, it's a little bit more, there's more scenic than uh, the Lars Homestead. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. But I might...
1: Um, she could create a, like a Jedi Temple on the Lars Homestead. and would be kind of right. interesting. That's like, true. Yeah. You know, they're just like, oh, you can, you know, where does she go afterwards? She's like, well, I kind of like my desert planet.
0: There's part of me like, that would be shocked if it didn't end on Tatooine. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, like, right. Be, <laughs> the more I think about it, right, it opens on Tatooine, basically.
1: Yeah. But yeah, a set... It, it suggests yeah. well when you
2: said Death Star that's intriguing and we know it's a set so it could be a set that's even being reused and we right. know the Death Star is already in the film mm-hmm. so I'm thinking if we do have the submerged throne, throne room, room. Yeah. submerged throne room I mean and it would melt anyone's mind to right. see that set yeah, yeah but that's would. the last shot of the film But oh yeah but then you have but maybe well less set what if it's yeah. a slow push to like a monitor or a hollow projector, and then Thrawn pops up and you're underwater basically oh, and he's, God, he's saying he's coming he's Sorry. on his way back or something you know right. so he's, yeah. he's He's come to fulfill your order,
0: <laughs> and ninety-five percent of theater goes. Who?
1: Who's the blue guy? Remember Maul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never, yeah. forget Maul. Never forget that, Mall. That's my other
2: idea. Maybe if it's I submerged. Read Thrawn. Articles Thrawn. where
1: people think it's going to be Mall instead of the Emperor. Oh, Emperor. that's awful.
0: <laughs> if that okay? If if that <laughs> happens, I will actively get up and walk out of the theater. Yeah, this is that will be. That's the, the last only thing yeah, that, yeah, would that, that. that would make me because I'd be like, did last you learn nothing? We do. Yeah.
1: Well, and then of course the first comment was like. He's actually dead though. Like, oh, I mean, that's because like, he, right. he was yes. actually so killed legit by Obi Wan Kenobi in Episode
0: Four. Um, I'm fine with a Force Ghost
2: Mall or like a Force Specter or whatever Force Specter
1: Mall. Sure, sure, I'm okay with that. But like as like the the secret big bad in this. No. no.
2: So I have Obi Wan's hut. You yeah. have um, Yavin yeah, then, Temple, I guess. Luke's Temple on <laughs> <and> Yavin. <laughs> sure. The, yeah. the, the the temple that's from the EU, the the actual yes. yeah, the yeah, OG the, the, yeah yeah right, the OG temple yeah yeah the the uh uh Temple. Yeah, the Masashi Temple. And then yeah. and you have Jedi in action. Yeah, Jedi some in action. Some diplomatic bat, mission.
1: Uh, battlefield on yet to be announced. Right.
2: Great. I like that. All right, cool. What was your... Uh, you had a backup. That was my backup. My backup was submerged throne room with, oh, with right. Thrawn, a Thrawn right. message of some right. kind.
1: Of. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely could be... I know, I mean, know it's everything Darth Everything is has. pointing towards, towards Death Star throne
0: room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no problem with that. You lose me at Thrawn. Uh, <laughs> and I love Thrawn, just
1: right like why are you going to have a tie in like I don't think they're going to try and tie in towards I mean that's what or I do think they will be teasing the future they're going to want to keep things open for interpretation yes absolutely and that's why I think there's going to be anonymous Jedi and like they'll be you know there'll be like the Jedi still exists. Yeah. They're moving forward. There's actually peace in the galaxy, and the, and as we have it now, the the Jedi are a force for good and are maintaining, you know, whatever yeah. they're doing. If will,
2: Thrawn appears and says your empire isn't good hands or something like that, you wouldn't be like raving and excited. I would love
0: it. The the three of us would go crazy. The <laughs> yeah. other six hundred people in the theater, I will. Okay, here's a quick example of why. Black Panther. I saw Black Panther in the theater. Right. The after-credit scene is dealing with the Winter Soldier being on uh, Wakanda. Oh, yeah. Wakanda. yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Wakanda, I yeah. saw
0: that in the theater. This is a Marvel movie. That movie came out. The Winter Soldier came out, what, two years before? We would assume everyone who saw No, way
1: more than that, right? How long Not Two, three years.
2: years. Two, three years, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. It
1: feels like five or six.
0: But it's part of this story that you think everyone watch, right? Okay. That post-credit scene happens. Dead Everyone's silence. Like, and one woman goes. Who the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Right. So if in that own universe, they don't know who the Winter Soldier is, they're Honestly, not going to be bringing I in. I was
1: like, who's that? I'm like, oh,
0: yeah. Right. They're not right. going to be bringing in EU characters. Yeah. I'd be shocked if any EU characters step in suddenly in an episode. Right. So At like, the last scene of the, yeah. like, ultimate movie. It's like, it's no, so good. They
1: had, really need to, this is going to be an epic movie. Yeah. They need to stick yeah. the landing firmly and not have any of that. No antagonists I think that's what rise up on. On. in that. And no yeah, ambivalence yeah, are in. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what
0: i think yeah. ahsoka is a, is a long community. shot and that of anyone is the one most likely to come yeah. in if we
1: see thrawn or ahsoka it's gonna happen mid, like second act
0: I yeah think. yeah and it's gonna be more of a here's a pretty, bone yeah. to the people who love him, but not a critical plot point people
1: would love that i They're think thrawn's
2: like, such a striking character and you doesn't you, I, obviously maul is a striking character as well but i just there's something about thrawn that i think would appeal if if he's, he's yeah he's brighter colored you can see you can see him better than Maul. Maul was very it was very dark when you saw Maul in Solo. Yeah. I gauge everything by my wife who is a loves the Star Wars movies right. Full stop.
0: Does not engage in any yeah. of the EU stuff. Solo ended. She got she got Maul. She knew who Walt Maul was because she watched it. Okay. I had to explain her a little bit of the timeline stuff because so she's
1: never seen any of the other expanded no. canon. No, she knew which what
0: mall was. Is. Is because of episode one.
1: Because she's seen everyone she knows it. Okay.
0: So to me, is it... But she it, was like,
1: why? Wait, is wait, dead? can you
0: fill yeah. me in on that? And once she said, okay, it that makes a lot sense. I got text
1: messages, which I was proud of. Yeah. People were like, Ben will know what this is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so if my wife is at the end of episode nine going, who's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucasfilm was failed. Right, because you want to write right. it towards your Star Wars movie fans, yeah. which is right. which is the majority of Star Wars fans,
1: and you want to plant your flag as yeah. like Disney is. This is the direction of the new you right. know, Star Wars. We're still like squarely Cambellian, um, but it's going to you know, it's going to be about good and promise Resolution,
2: returning with the elixir, like, yeah. you know,
1: completing Plus, the journey.
0: You're the coming lights. after yeah. Endgame. Not to keep bringing Endgame into yeah. this Marvel, like, you sure. have to. Pull to it show, like, sticking the landing, like, you got to stick this landing. Like, yeah. you you are now up against just six months out from, mm-hmm. from Endgame. Yeah.
1: Be like, that, seems, that seems like a lifetime. And that has I a know.
2: somewhat peaceful resolution that it's, kind of feels, fi- you know, finite. There's two
1: resolutions, which is multiple, really cool. Yeah. Well, it's I actually really open-ended. Like it's
2: actually that. also very Well, there's still end, Phase 4 is coming, coming with, right? Yeah, Which is yeah, exactly,
0: exactly why I think it's going to happen a Star Wars. It's like, yes, it's the end of Skywalker Star Wars, Sky Skywalker needs, Saga, needs but there's to still
2: tons of Star yeah. Wars to be told. And that's why my first guess is the Herman Hut, but my second yeah. guess is let's keep this story going in a very interesting way.
1: Do you think there's any chance that it ends in conflict? That it ends sort of at a status quo where there still is maybe a big bad or maybe multiple big bads that exist? Like, where it's that. Or, I mean, what what if the First Order reigns? Or what if the First Order escapes and absconds the outer region? Or what if there's Maybe. a threat from another from... But that's the,
2: the only gateway to that would be Thrawn, in my opinion. Like, right. it's the only... No, I, 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 I mean, agree. But
1: what, what if it's... What if the First Order wins? And it's like... It's, no, there's no Thrawn, but, like, the First Order actually still is in power. But it's... Maybe. What if... Uh, yeah, I don't know. What if I, Rey joins the First Order and actually makes them a... a like runs it in a way that's beneficial. It actually brings order to mm-hmm. the, you know, to the galaxy without exploiting it.
2: I love that. Talking, I think, we're talking about a female empress, which I'm thoroughly down for. And I believe, yeah. the next, I believe the next trilogy, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, is going to have a female empress. I empress. think, I I think it's be, almost that unavoidable. That would be amazing.
0: I think you're on something. I on think, it? yeah,
1: she could be on the, the deck of a Star Destroyer or one of the new, whatever, the first... Yeah, order, like, I don't know what they're called. Are, yeah, like overlooking, like you know, Darth Vader was, but it's actually a benevolent like yeah. situation.
0: Let's bring it back to our conversation at the beginning of the episode where we talked about the John Favre George Lucas conversation, right. where we talked about the fact that maybe the studio got involved and helped, quote unquote, helped. I think George Lucas make it a more more consumable thing. At the end of the day, we're talking about popcorn movies, right? Really? Yeah. Tell myth. I have a feeling that the way Disney is telling them in Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy is telling them is that this is the last movie in a segment. So, if there's someone who wants to sit, sit at home and watch episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, they get a complete and whole story. Right. They don't need to watch solo. They don't need to watch Rogue One. They don't need to watch any other things. Clone they don't need to Wars. watch anything past it. So, I think we're going to get a very, speci- very finite mm. ending similar to Endgame yeah. that's still things could still happen right like past yeah. it like maybe it'd be interesting though because now i'm coming back around like if you watch like um far from home right spider-man far from home that is a great epilogue yeah i love that. to end game yeah. so maybe there is they leave it open to an epilogue story Cool. i haven't
1: seen that yet i've been yeah
0: scared.
1: yeah interesting uh. man uh, yeah i'm i'm rooting for resolution yes for me, me too and hope and peace and balance and all of those things yeah
0: i yeah. think we're gonna get it i really do
1: yeah, yeah
2: that seems like the, the way to go
1: especially
0: since jj is walking over to dc now or oh, to warner is? brothers no, he's not a huge deal with warner brothers oh that's oh, right. yeah. and he wants to do Superman cross media he wants right? to yeah, do yeah. it was confirmed but that's not true he wants to do superman and green lantern so he is so i think his thing is probably like i want to leave this story done yeah. and you guys can do whatever afterwards right. but yeah, that's, that's awesome.
1: great that, I mean if we all we get are those two movies from JJ that's great especially yeah. if he sticks his landing yes exactly
0: which right. I think he will
1: and he's the perfect man for this job for this thing you know yep. after this it's like I don't know you know like throw you know, your craziest directors at me other than well, Quentin Tarantino. I just well you know check it out
0: again to bring Marvel back into it since we were talking about is it, it like they just announced phase four and all the stuff they're doing yeah and I, after Endgame, my mentality was, oh, that was great. We'll see. I don't really care. And then they announced phase four. And I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I think right, this is the best cool. thing ever. Because they're no longer hampered by this have to tell us infinity saga. They're just telling these right. other disparate stories mm-hmm. that seem so creative and different yeah. than what they've been doing. And I feel like Star Wars is going to be open to that right. after episode nine. You can tell all these different types of tales and these different genre films within mm-hmm. that universe or galaxy.
1: I'm excited for this. Yeah. That's the like I, we need to get past this this benchmark post, and then it can sort but of. Kind of but so there, this things.
2: this does this question arises when we all think about resolution is that if they do do ten eleven twelve, wouldn't you feel a little jaded if everything keeps ending yes. in peace and they keep restarting the the conflict again?
1: No, because it's a myth. So we're ta- we're not telling okay. stories here. We're telling myths, and like myths. Have resolution, so you're fine with
2: a clean resolution. But then they reignite.
0: Depends how they do it. If they, as long as they don't do it in the same way they did with episode seven. Episode seven was perfect for what it needed within that. But it can't just be like, oh, we thought everything was good, everything was bad. Like, yeah, if it was, if it was an invading force, like if that's where Thrawn comes in, I'm more on board of like, yes, the galaxy is at peace, but that's just a galaxy. Like, what's going on past that galaxy? We need to come together against this outside force yeah. as opposed to just like, yeah, we're still fighting the same civil war that we were fighting 35 years yeah. ago, which is super depressing.
1: Yeah. I think the most likely outcome is because they haven't, I mean, where they flat out said they're not, there isn't going to be a 10, 11, 12. Yeah. As um, of now. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, they have to be like, all right, they, the galaxy is strong. It's together. It's hopeful. It's, it's all those things. It's resolved yep. at the end of this movie. And then... 10, 11, 12 is Thrawn. Like, that's yeah. like invading yeah. exterior force. And it's like, all right, how have they evolved, you know? Yeah. feels
2: like a little bit of a tribute and a little bit of a bone to throw to the EU yeah. people. Yeah. It's like, here is Thrawn, yeah. and he, he is kind of the epilogue villain. Yeah, yeah it's... I like Comic-Con it. was... They probably
1: f- wouldn't give him numbers, though, I bet. It would no. just be like a post-trilogy. It would be you the know,
2: Thrawn trilogy. The
1: like, they would do okay. the same thing. Yeah. It
0: was very interesting. Like, Comic-Con was very fun to see them announce all the Rise with Skywalker yeah. tie and stuff. I'm super fascinated for next Comic-Con where they where they start talking about here's our plan like here's yeah. all the books coming out because I really think they're going to fill in that 35 years. Yeah. And it's going to be really it. interesting yeah. because like Timothy Zahn we talked about this a bit last week. Timothy Zahn's not sitting here. He didn't just finish Thrawn treason saying, this is the end of Thrawn's story, which we know it's not because we saw the end of Rebels. He just gets transported Mm -hmm. out into the Unknown Regions. Thrawn doesn't Mm -hmm. just sit in the Unknown Regions, rotting away. He's coming back.
2: I feel like Thrawn
1: (laughs) is... He's in work.
2: Right now, across media, I feel like Thrawn's ubiquitous. So it'd be like, if we did see him at the end, it would be a little bit... There'd be more connective tissue than Maul at the end of Solo because Maul, I guess, is weirdly fresh, but... So yeah. is Thrawn. I know what, I know what you Thrawn's mean. Thrawn's in the books. Thrawn has... Thrawn comics like, are just adapted. have to be yeah.
1: a cameo level.
0: I think so. That's my thought. And I don't think you would do it.
1: He would be... He'd like You could see him in the background in like a... Or like a war room, a first order war room. There's yeah, just like one here's a wall character. of threats. Well, if it's submerged it maybe throne maybe room. Maybe just one line yeah. in there just like, it yeah. would have a bunch of weight
0: to it. My fear is you're going to run into, oh, well, I'm going to talk about Batman Pierce v Brosnan. Superman for the yeah. second time. Is <laughs> weirdly wow. like if you ever watch Batman v Superman, which is a good watch because it's such a train wreck. It's fun. Oh, but like they do this moment know. of in the middle where it's just like, he, he finds this data, he gets this data pad given, Batman gives this, gets this data pad given to him by Wonder Woman, and it's just like, here's a clip of the Flash, here's a clip of Aquaman, here's a clip of Cyborg, and you're like, great, I just watched three movie trailers in the middle of my movie. Yeah, right? Like, it's really bizarre, where it's just like, because we can't give these guys movies, we have to show this trailer so we can do
2: Justice League suddenly for whatever reason. But it'll be so, interesting if the contingency plan, and if the contingency plan fails, there's even another stage to that plan, which mm-hmm. is, hey, give it to this guy who's wanted the Empire for so yeah. far, so you know, yeah. such a long time, yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I don't want to like sit here and poo-poo on it because I love the idea. I would love to see. Fon. I think we love it. I just don't yeah. think people would get it. Yeah, I think I it totally sells. I think yeah. it sells its own trilogy, movie trilogy. I think it yeah. really does. Just don't bring it's like don't mix my peanut chocolate flavor. Yeah. Like yeah. don't bring it into the the saga. Right. I think you could sell it in a way that it works on its own. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. this is actually a great segue into next week. Yeah, and, sure. uh, oh, what yeah. we want to do because uh, obviously the throne book still out. We haven't talked about it in detail yet um because we're, we're doing a two and a half week thing now we're sort of which like perfect giving us enough time to read it leisurely and mm-hmm. enjoy it instead of just plowing through yeah, it and taking just, notes it feels premature when you see spoiler filled reviews a week after or like three days after yeah to like read a book
0: 333 week. page book yeah, yeah it's pretty short mean, book. you
1: can do it it's a great book but like i don't know take your time enjoy it right that's that's our motto and that's what yeah. we're gonna do mm-hmm. um so we're gonna we're gonna do our spoiler review next week um on Thrawn um treason which is which should be great I think further ahead than the rest of us I don't know
0: 63.5 percent of the way done
1: okay great I'm probably in 20s yeah uh, but uh if yeah. 16 pages a night right so it's awesome but uh, we're going to do that. Um, so we'll get some more Thrawn yeah. to think about. And Which
0: will yeah. be good. I, I know you're about to. I, you, ben was so close to just saying the end thing. And he could see his face going, no, it's just are yeah, just no, so I, good. I'm no, good. No, There
1: I, was something else I wanted to talk well, about. And I can't remember what it was. I just
0: wanted to tease D3 Expos coming out. D23. Yeah. D23, thank yeah. you. It's coming out at the oh, end yeah. of next month. So I'm guessing the next few weeks are going to be relatively yeah. light with news. Because they're probably holding... Stuff in their back pocket, so it's good that we have this next week and be mostly taken up by the Thrawn books. I think we're gonna be having to do more of these kind of like focusing on content and news.
1: Well, we'll we'll see how the the, this trilogy of books ends up, and then um, we'll see. Then we can pontificate what the next steps are. Uh, I would love a series of movies with Thrawn and Ezra Bridger live action out in the unknown regions doing crazy like on a pergals. You know, like, strapped to purgles. I love the word purgle. <laughs> Riding purgles. Riding space, purgles. Like, yeah. you know, who knows what they'll yeah, be yeah. doing. Let's um, cast this movie next well, week.
2: You know what we should do? Let's um, let's have our listeners write in on Twitter or Instagram and, and tell us how they think Thrawn could be worked into a live-action series, yeah. movie, or love anything this. of the like. And then we'll, we'll do a Death Trooper figure giveaway or something like that. And, okay. uh, That'd be great. How about we'll, we'll exactly do like that? Yeah, yeah let's do it. exactly like yeah, that. We, we just, have just a package Death down anyway. Trooper right now. We have a couple. Yeah,
1: we want to give it to you if you're in... If uh, yeah, we'll say the first person that gives us an idea, we'll send them a death trooper.
2: Sure, You're good. Sounds great.
1: All right, let's do it. So you know how to contact us? It's going to be on the post tag with uh, Grex there um, at Core World News. Yep. Um, Gmail, know, the whole deal. Yeah.
0: Uh, Gmail, Instagram, and uh, uh, Twitter, Twitter yeah. it all yeah. works. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So um, yeah, so get at us and um, yeah, and win a win a death trooper because um, you know you love them. I'm wearing one on my t-shirt right now, and um, awesome. And yeah, and uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Thanks very, very much for listening, and uh, may the Force be with you.
2: This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night.
1: Remember, the Force will be with you always.